Hey everyone, you're listening to the Teach Me Good podcast with me, Archive. Soon you'll hear from my partner in crime, Fernando Ruiz. We're going to chat and then we're going to bring in someone to stares at the camera, break the fourth wall, teach us good. Not everything's going to be 100% accurate, but we're just going to try our best and uh, taking names as we do it. Enjoy. Alright, Fernando, we're back, baby. What's up? How are you? Um... Dude, I'm doing well. Uh, dude, pump for this, pump for this episode. Uh, yeah. Before I say anything, though, I gotta know some something about you. Have you ever had a friend, like in high school or something, who ended up doing something just like really random? Ooh, ooh. Uh, like with their lives. Yeah. Not like just sure. one instant, but like a random friends? life thing, like a job or something. Like, like they're in jail. Like, does someone start working at Hooters? What are you talking about here? Like, yeah, that's that's random. Does that does that qualify? I mean, because I've been working at Hooters. Isn't sh- I know people from high school that started working at Hooters. It's not strange, yeah. though. No, it's not but, strange. It's respectable. Yeah. Um, but what what is something that's like that, like, totally took you? Ooh, I have, there's somebody that I went to high school with. Uh, they they joined the military. And not only did they do that, they took it a step for, for, further they moved to Japan and they're actually watching a missile <gasps> silo now. Whoa! Which, they're like uh, guarding it. Yeah, which is ridiculous because when 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 I was in school, I was like, "This guy is a fucking this this is a meathead." This is yeah yeah yeah. This this, this guy's is a bonehead. Like a, this guy's yeah, a this dummy. Guy's got, and this I wouldn't guy trust just, him with anything. He's watching the buttons now. He's got his hand. Yeah, he's, yeah, holding yeah. The, he's holding the floppy disk. Right. That launches the missiles. He's he's probably sitting at the desk holding the floppy disk, falling asleep while there's yeah. drool. He's just he's like home, it's like Homer Simpson is watching a nuclear warhead right now. Yeah, yeah. And, and you've seen we've all seen the beginning of the Simpsons. Yeah, exactly. That nuclear warhead jumps into his pocket and he takes it home <laughs> to his buddies. Exactly. He's gonna ruin everyone's life. That's yeah. so that is that is random. And yeah. almost almost like so much power, right? Yeah, just that's like a while. the fate of the world. In a way, I, I I remember he posted about it on Facebook, and I was like, I don't know if you could say this. <laughs> and, and then, yeah, I don't want. That's so dumb. Just like I don't yeah. trust. Why would you? This is a, a national security threat yeah. if you do that. And also, I was like, dude, you're 22. How are you doing this? At why are they trusting a oh 20, my God. a 22 year old? I mean, he, he's 25 now, but at the time, I was like, at the time, what? yeah, he's 22. Like, well, he's like me and like however other many guys. Right. And I was like, I mean, I as a 20, if you're 22, all you should be doing is fucking just masturbating, eating mac yeah. and cheese. Yeah, ripping like, Talking to your hits. parents about how, yeah, a, a bong hit, dating, but yeah. unsuccessfully. This is what you should yeah. be doing at 22 as a guy. No, exactly. no guarding a missile silo. That's yeah, insane. It's, it's what he's doing now. And, uh, yeah. Part of that's me is funny. a little jealous because his, I feel like his, his, that, that's a purpose in life. That's almost yeah. like he's, he's doing something. That's his vocation. That is, that is a strange high school story. And I think, uh, I think you're, I'm, I'm excited for the next, this episode yeah. for, yeah. uh, my high school friend that I know, I've known very well. Uh, he's, he, he went to Rome to study, to become a priest, a diocesan, diocesan, diocesan okay. priest. And, um, but now he decided I'm going to. I'm gonna be a monk instead. So, okay. yeah, yeah. Is You're it, into it? Like, what kind of monk? What kind of monk we talking? Uh, I, I think a, Benedi- a Benedictine. I think is what he said. Okay. I don't know. If it, I don't know if it matters, but I mean, I bet he's gonna talk about it, right? Yeah. Hopefully, well, hopefully. Well, for some reason, about this. Uh, this this is just speaking to my own ignorance. But when I hear the word monk, I think Tibetan monk. I think like Dalai Lama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like an Eastern like, Shaolin. Yeah. No, yeah. he's like he's like he's West Coast. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. None of that yeah. New York pretentious shit. He yeah, is. Yeah, we're, we're talking the Tupac, Tupac. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's he's uh, he's uh you know Pope Pope boy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's uh yeah. he's like yo G O D yo J C. Yeah. Like, you know who you know who had big dick energy? Jesus Christ! Like that is what he's into. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. I don't know. I mean, we'll figure it out. Yeah, uh, we got this. We got this. Yeah, I'm excited, dude. I think it's a good talk. It'll be a good talk. Yeah, this should be fun. Cool, dude. Uh, well, any other thoughts? No, nothing right now. Let's get into it. All right, guys. Enjoy. All right, Paul. Can you just read that for me to disappear? I'll send you, <laughs> you want me to read that out loud? Yeah. Can you read that? <laughs> Hi, my name is Paul Flourish, and I'm here to teach Art about becoming a monk because he is a sinner. 
I, wow. I, was told, okay. I was told to say that. Uh, I don't know about the center part. I don't know if you were told to say the center part, but I can't it believe you just... in the comments. <laughs> Three times, I, I actually. Think just, <laughs> I think you just said that, and just... now I'm offended. Uh, you, you do know my life as a center, though, so I am, I am definitely a center. I don't uh, think, we didn't do anything in high school. You... <laughs> <laughs> Ninja in the parking lot of us. That's that's actually true. Um, Well, everyone, thanks for thanks for tuning in. Uh, I'm with my friend Paul Flourish. Uh, Paul, describe our describe our friendship. Who are we together? Uh, Art and I are lifelong friends that met in our freshman year of high school at cross country practice in Omaha, Nebraska. So uh, yeah, you think I was wearing this kind of goofy watch my mom got me uh it it was a comic strip watch for a comic i never read or didn't know about but uh art it's like dude nice watch and that's what wait I really that was yeah, yeah. that was our first interaction you don't remember this this is a sacred I don't, moment for me yeah i don't remember that at all well, oh that, my that, god that's when i knew that's when i knew it was like that's well let me tell you this the only memory i have really of freshman year was uh Odo Maxwell's brother, Tomas Maxwell, a, a, a guy we went to school with. He's kind of a character. Yeah. He, he, his locker was right above mine, and uh, I let out a, a nasty, nasty fart. It was silent, but it was nasty. It was nasty, an all, right? all boys school. So that was sort of like it was an all boy, Yeah, it was it was uh, it was kosher, as they say, and. Um, yeah, it was silent. So I remember just getting my books and being like, "Oh my god, it smells so bad!" In my head, and then he like he does a sniff and goes, "Oh my, whoa." Uh, Hey, do you smell that? And I'm like, no. What are you talking about? It's like it smells like 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 rotten salami. <laughs> and I was like, oh, uh, yeah, dude, so weird. Like it must be like some like weird like food thing or something. That's my only memory from freshman year of high school. Yeah. Uh, there were all sorts of there were all sorts of aromas going through that place that. Oh, yeah. Totally. I don't I don't ever wish to have to endure again, but. It, it was yeah, a good school. This, it was a good school. This, yeah, solid school. And we we met. And I'm, it's crazy that. You remember that watch situation? Because I I have I've been wearing watches for a while, and I've made friends from people being like, "Hey, I like your watch," and I've yeah, been man. like, lifelong friends yeah, since it's, then. It's, it's it's an important accent mark, you know. It's like tells tells yeah. a lot about a person. Yeah, it tells them that they're you know they they like to know the time, whether maybe for anxiety or just you know uh, decoration. But you know, especially it's, now, it's like everybody's got the iPhone. It's, it's totally unnecessary. It's yeah, no, it's at this point, it's it's superfluous, uh, superfluous nonsense that we all have fun with. Um, do you know what the next but, watch? I, do, you, do you know what the next watch I got after the uh, comic book watch was? I imitated <sighs> you, and I got a calculator watch. <laughs> I was gonna be like, do I need to know this to prove our friendship? Like, do I, yeah. I was hoping you. I was I'd say, hoping you'd like finish my sentence, but it's been ten years. Did I get a calculator watch before you? I think you got it before me. I don't know, dude. It seems like something you would have done. Well, I think. <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> uh, true. I still also have a calculator watch, so yeah. very fair. And um, we're also joined here with my friend Fernando. Uh, everyone say what's up to Fernando. What's I guess you can't really Fernando. say what's up. Here I am. I'm right uh, here. Yeah. I'm, uh, <laughs> hey, what's up? I'm, I'm also I'm sorry I didn't jump in, but I felt yeah, I don't want to interrupt. We're done with the high school stories. The reunion. Yeah. We're over that. Right. Yeah. You can't relate to that. But yeah. what you can relate to and what is, is the watch. whole crux. I also wear a watch. I can relate yes. to that. <laughs> exactly. I, I, I am a fan of the watch. I wear it on my right arm, if I'm being fair. Interesting. But, uh, oh, interesting. I'm left-handed. Yes. Okay. That yeah. makes sense. Um, yeah, and I think this this actually brings us a great segue into what we're talking about today. Who who the heck invented time? You know, God did. And who are you, Paul? You're a man of God, right? Wow. Yeah, the hope. big the big G, capital G. And I'm not talking about just a guy who goes to church. I'm talking about a guy who almost worked at a church in a way. Uh. So yeah, Paul, tell me, t- talk, talk about your, your whole path. Like, what have you been, what have you been doing, dude? Right. So I, uh, I went to college at a, a place in Kansas called Benedictine College, and uh, I, I stumbled into my philosophy class. Uh, I was probably 18 years old, and this guy just started talking. And uh, <laughs> as I guys like, do, I like I understand all of the. The, like there's a professor I mean like I understand all the words he's using yeah but I don't understand a thing he's saying 
and he was talking oh. about God, and he was talking about, like, and so I became very interested, and I kept going to this class, and all of a sudden, it was like, what class was this? Philosophy 101. Okay, it, it was like, that, sorry. No, 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 that's right. And, uh, yeah, I guess I'd never heard of anyone talk about God that way, and so all of a sudden, I became very interested in who God is, how what we can know about him philosophically, what we yeah. can know about him theologically, uh, and biologically. I, I, yeah, yeah, right. Well, that's a, well. <laughs> <laughs> or not? I don't know. I don't know what you guys. I don't know. I don't know what that was it, was it the was it the abstract idea of God that he was talking about, or is it like the passion that he was bringing to the conversation? What was you know, it? That, he like, was he was he was kind of a meathead. So I expected him to be. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I expected him to be kind of stupid. Yeah. But then he started speaking, and I realized, like, no, he's like. <laughs> He's like really smart, and it was abstract. I mean, it was, he was talking about like he he was asking questions like, "How can we demonstrate the existence of God?" And it was like that whole year I basically spent wondering about that question. It's like, is it possible right. to demonstrate like to demonstrate philosophically, like logically, like can I show that there's an imperative for the existence of God? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. if there, if I can, then that seems to be a pretty like defining aspect of my life there it has to be right if i'm going to really right. commit to something that profound so right long story short and he's he a knee head so he was grunting this whole time <laughs> yeah, yeah. Grunt well, good. yeah funny funny story is like i i was on the soccer team at my college at the time and we would have to do really early morning workouts so one morning i was in there in the weight room working out and i i mean i suck at that kind of thing like that's never been my <laughs> cup of tea i hate i hate yeah. the gym uh, but this professor was in the corner with another professor, and he oh, was God. like making incredibly scary Ruts. noises. Right. So like, normally, like I that's saw God the channeling the through him. <laughs> right, 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 right. So like for me, it was like I'm more keen on listening to what he has to say because he just terrifies me. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. like in kind of an analogous way, like the way that he described God to me was scary. Like it was like I'm not I'm not trying to be funny, but like. It, it did kind of share the, scare the shit out of me a little bit because I just yeah. realized, like, <clears throat> this is a big deal. And it's not this trite little, like, Jesus loves me, yes, I know, for the Bible tells me yeah, so yeah. stuff. You know, like, it was less dogmatic, more reasonable. Mm. Yeah. Uh, more like, God is pissed and will punish you. It wasn't emotional. You. It wasn't emotional. It was more, like, <laughs> ontological, meaning, like. Sure. It's literally the existence. Like, all the existence of every particle in the universe depends upon right. this being who's outside of all he's not an item inside the universe which is i think how i kind of thought about him like he's kind of like you know he's he's somewhere out there beyond kind of like the this galaxy, amorphous thing still, yeah. right 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 like still like strangely within the universe right in some quasi-spiritual well, way but what i realized after that class is like no everything is contingent dependent upon this super- sure. supreme being who and this I, led you to what this led me to then be like all right Given my history as like a Catholic person, just what a family I was just born into, like what? And what? were you were you always was it always like a major part of your life? Like did you did it all did you always feel it? Like you know people say when did you accept God into your like yeah, heart? Yeah. Yeah. Was it always there? Or was it just something that you said you believed because like like you said you were born into it? Yeah, I mean it was at that moment that I chose to make it my own. I was born mm-hmm. into it, and my family loved church. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. we were very involved, still are very involved. But I was always kind of like, I don't know if this is, like, I, I I believed it was real, but I was kind of thinking, like, maybe some of the stuff's messed up, m- made up. Like, maybe, like, not all of this is true. And messed you know? up. <laughs> yeah, right, right, or messed up. Yeah. So I mean, freaking like, twisted, dude. You, I mean, you, I mean even, even now I look at the church, I'm like, really? Like, really? Yeah. But <clears throat> it, it did lead me to ask, like, okay, does God exist? And for the yeah. first time in my life, I could answer that question with a level of certitude outside of my own family origin right. you know Your like upbringing. i was i was right. by myself I, I had a lot of choices to make in that particular semester it's like how i want to sort of begin driving my life i suppose and right. that question became foundational for my own pondering so then, and then you decided to do yeah i decided to study theology and okay. philosophy Got it. And so I studied business to make my parents happy because they wanted me to do something practical. I can make money now. Now look yeah, at yeah. me. I make no money. But uh, <laughs> sorry, mom and dad. <laughs> yeah, they're all right. They're all right with it. But 
yeah, so I really got involved in the philosophy theology thing. Yeah. And then I decided afterwards, which was kind of it was kind of a logical conclusion to some of my experiences in college, like if he's real and if I think the Christian God is the right description of God, then I'm going to sell out. And so I made the decision to not get married or move towards marriage, which is a lot of my Midwestern classmates at the time had the tendency to do. Uh, and so I sure. instead entered seminary as a celibate man, uh, intending just to devote my life to the study and work of God. So it sounds very pious. It sounds very nice, but it was... Uh, You're becoming a priest. Becoming a priest. Right. Yeah. So that was the goal. Right. I wanted to become okay. a Catholic, Roman Catholic priest. Yeah. And uh, The OG, I, some would say. What does that stand for again? I, I hear my sister <laughs> like says it the all original, the time. The original... The original gangster, I think, is the original OG term. Okay. The OG of the OG is original gangster, but it just means like the original priest. thing. Okay. Yeah, you wanted to be. Yeah, you were the priest. Like you are. You are what is depicted in movies. Uh, yeah, I've I've seen Scorsese's uh, movies. You know, what's yeah. his movie? Uh, God. You were the father. Uh, like Godfather. You were the you father. Godfather. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, the Godfather. yeah. So it wasn't. Yeah, it's not nearly as romantic as they make it out to be in Hollywood. I'm afraid to say, uh, but I did have I did have like a good group of friends in college that all entered the seminary as well. Maybe not immediately after college, but a couple years after college. So, that so you and your boys, me and my boys, moved into the seminary. Right, <laughs> right. Boondock Saint style had guns and you right. were praying. Well, they were concealed, cool. but no, no I'm, just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no one knows this, but every priest has to be carrying, <laughs> just in case. No. Uh, Anyway, no. so you moved, you, you joined the seminary. Joined the seminary immediately after college. And it was right. awesome. Like, it was just more studying philosophy. Like, I love that stuff. And you'd right. work at a parish, and you'd teach little kids, and you work in soup kitchens. and that, I just love that stuff. Well, yeah. two years after that, I got asked if I would uh, go study theology in Rome. And I was super pumped. Like, yeah, that was, like, a, a Rome, really Italy. exciting. Rome, Italy. Right. Right. So Not that's like where Rome, I, Ohio. Yeah. Rome, Italy. <laughs> Rome, Italy. Yeah. So like this is this is like if you're going to be trained to be a priest, it's like this is like the coolest place to be trained a priest because yeah. right. There's, it's, there, again, there's the a OG giant place. Catholic church. Yeah. This is the OG place. This is the original gangster priest seminary place. <laughs> uh, and it was it was a ton of fun. Like yeah, we got to travel all over. And I got I got to see like the footprints of Christendom on continental Europe, and it was. Right. It was so wow. cool. It was so yeah. cool. That sounds pretty uh, sweet. You see, like I would just do it just to do that. Right, right. Like I, yeah. For like, I was like, I don't know why every guy doesn't do this. Like, obviously, <laughs> people want to do other things, but for me, it was like yeah. this is this is awesome. makes sense. Yeah. And like, you walk into like the Notre Dame. Like, I walked into the Notre Dame like two months before it got lit on fire. So <gasps> whoa. Like, or <gasps> fell, fell to, fell were you to involved? I was at, I was I was in the southern hemisphere when it That is not an answer. That is not an answer. <laughs> yeah, dude. 9/11 took years to plan. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. He no, just no. It was a construction accident. Okay? It was a construction accident. Uh, but I um like walking into those sorts of buildings just it in the St. Peter's Basilica which was literally a block and a half from wow, the seminary where I was at. God, that's I can only just imagine that you you say it's not romanticized, but or not okay. as romantic. It sounds pretty romantic. Yeah, but yeah, you 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 hang out in the seminary for a couple of weeks and you realize dudes are dudes and they get a bunch of smelly yeah, dudes yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So I've I've basically like since Creighton Prep, dude. I've been just like <laughs> just smelling other guys' farts. Boys school, boys that's school, forever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's funny. Salami but, uh, farts. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so what I decided, and this is kind of leads to what I think we'd like to talk about today, or you asked me to talk about today, is yes. uh, I decided last year, my third year at the North American College in Rome, that I, I, I wanted to move toward a more traditional way of living the Christian life as a religious, um, instead of becoming a diocesan priest, which is what I'd been planning on since I'd entered seminary. So the difference is yeah. a diocesan priest works in a parish in a city. But I decided sure. I wanted to become a monk 
I guess, is what the decision is. Yeah. Uh, and I want to devote my life to prayer and study within the monastic setting. So I'm moving off to a rural, a rural um, right. monastery in the United in States. Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah. So, and what's crazy to me is... I, I had known that you were becoming you're gonna become a priest. Um, yeah. I actually thought about coming to ordination in Rome. I think it'd be dope. It'd be Freaking awesome. Getting ordained in the Vatican, getting ordained St. Peter's. My or, my ordination was gonna be in six days from today. Oh, that's so crazy. Yeah. So yeah, I actually I remember emailing you because I, I remember trying to. So the whole reason why we we were doing this is because I emailed you because I remembered it was your birthday and I wanted you to be on this podcast talk about being a priest in Rome or whatever and. Uh, you were like, "Hey, I'm gonna become a priest. I'm I'm just learning this. Like I, I yesterday up your was plans. the first day. I know, right? Um, so yesterday was the first day of knowing this. So I guess my question is to you: Is what made you decide? What was the switch? Like, what what were the things that really stood out to you that is in a monastery that like uh, you can get in, in the in the priest life? Yeah, sure. So the number one thing for me was like, I I've been really desirous of a communal life since I started the seminary five years ago. So like okay. what that means is that like you live the Christian life with other people, not just by yourself. And unfortunately, the state of affairs in the church nowadays is that we're short on vocations. And so Classic. guys, right, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's old news. Uh, yeah. But more than likely, I'll, if I were to stay on the diocesan priest route, I would be living in a rectory alone. And mm. like Aristotle says, man alone is a beast or God. And I'm not, I'm not a God. Like I, I, so essentially what I'm trying to say is like, if I were to live on my own, I would slowly atrophy until I was like a 300 pound. Like, right. Netflix oh, so you don't, abusing. Like, the loneliness would have, is intense. Yeah, it, it is intense. And it's like, it's not just like, yeah, you're lonely for this assignment, but it's like your whole life. And there's, there are guys that can do this well. Like they have the grace of yeah. God and like they're, they're good and disciplined. I'm not that guy. Like, right. Is he like the squad? He likes the it's, squad, it's, yeah. it's helpful. It's helpful for me to do the Christian thing. Like it's really hard to do the Christian thing alone. I think. Yeah. So you would be, uh, if you had become a priest, you would have been traveling a lot to like certain places that need like a priest right, right. Is that what you're so saying? like every five that's years great. i move to a new place and that's that's just a lot of right. like it's a lot of instability it's a lot of and really this is this is a genuine vocation like guys are called to this but i just realized slowly but surely throughout my seminary experience like no actually i think i'm called to more stability i think that's what i need as a wow as a person i think i need yeah. to be around f companions you need for, the roots yeah. i need, need the, the roots root. what do you yeah. say fernando sorry the roots the roots yeah yeah yeah, I need I need I need some deeper roots. That's right. I need Got some it. deeper roots. So, which is so crazy because I feel like the most people's conception of a monastery is that, you know, vow of silence, like no talking to anybody. Yeah, you're in a yeah. freaking you're in a freaking dungeon. You're, you're making <laughs> mead. Yeah, and, it sounds, uh, it sounds you're, very you're medieval. A lot. It sounds yeah. very medieval. Yeah. Yeah. So I. So yeah, I guess describe. Yeah, talk about is how it's. Is it not medieval? It, do they have do they have plasma screens like in every. <laughs> Like flat screen. Yeah, yeah. Do you have no. like a pool table and like no, no, <laughs> Netflix? No. They, have a, they have a man cave in the monastery. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just one big the whole man, thing's cave. A man cave. <laughs> yeah. So it's it is medieval in the sense that it's like you, you the guys don't have iPhones. They don't have right. TVs. They don't have computers. They, have flip phones. they don't have they don't have flip phones. No. I mean they don't have they, no phones. They they have they have a phone system in the okay. like in the, so like so the guys that are like like doing, landline. Right, so I, I just got called got from one of the monks to tell me about on a like, landline. my entrance on a landline or something like that. Right. I don't know what it was, but it, was, it wasn't his phone, his personal phone. It was a community's right. phone. So the thing with monks is that they don't own anything personally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, even the clothes on okay. their back are like, you can, hand me can downs. be washed. And, yeah, hand me yeah. Right, right. So it's like everything is the community's, which is cool. Like, I, I love that. Right. And I... I, I I have this. I don't have a phone, but I have like an iPad, iPod that I use to like contact. iPod people. Touch. Right. Yeah. Right. And I, I, I love it because it's amazing, but I hate it because it just, it's so easy for it to drive my life. Yeah, I see. And like As technology will feel that way. Yeah, technology yeah. is a great servant and a terrible master. 
and for me, it always becomes a monster. Like I just, I don't have the, I don't have the discipline. God, what a, what a man of God. I mean, what, the way, the way you said that, just, uh, just a good servant. Yeah. but a terrible master well, <laughs> that's just because it's owned me that more was, times in my life than i'm willing to, right which is to an admit. issue that you've had in since high school i remember yeah. you talking about this yeah i hated it i hated it and i it's and yeah. i'm just sick of battling it and it's better like if your right hand right. causes you to sin cut it off all right i'm gonna cut this shit <laughs> off because it's it's bothering me yeah it's i mean you don't have to do that to be a good person like good people right. know how to monitor themselves Right. But I just I know But that. I will I I will be personally chopping my hand off after this conversation. <laughs> I personally will yeah. take uh, a knife, film it on Twitter and be like this is my last post. This hand is not cake and I will <laughs> So, well, I'm, I don't mean that, to, I don't mean to drive you to that. Yeah, I don't mean to drive you to that. So, just, it's, so it's, this monastery is is pretty barren then, right? It's it's just it's, it's 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 not barren, but it's uh it's it's not medieval. It's not dr- draconian, but yeah. it is barren in a way that there's there's only the necessity of a landline. Yeah. Do you guys have computers there? I mean, I think the abbot and maybe like the prior, so the guys that are in charge have access to computers. But it's like, yeah. I mean, it's like it's not like I'm being ch- put. There's not like someone's putting a chain on me and dragging me to this place. Like I'm. A, <laughs> I'm, but I'm nobody, sh- nobody's talking about Cardi B in this. Yeah, yeah. In this so unfortunately, they don't listen to as much Cardi B, which I don't know what I'm going to listen to really. Yeah. Uh, Dude, I'll, no. I'll send you some stuff on a secret iPad, or you know secret what? iPod. You know what? Please, for the love of God, do not, because I, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I listen. I, I honest, I honest to God, I've, I've never listened to Cardi B willingly, except my sister was like, you, you should listen to what the top song is. <laughs> In the world, there there is probably a computer, right? But it's yeah. it's it's just I like a single computer. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. right. So there's there's and you won't have access to Cardi B. I won't. I won't be able to. And so there's no like movie watching either. I think I think like once a year maybe they watch a movie together. They oh, watch really? the new Fast and the Furious movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't I can't give you any titles just because I don't know. But I I would doubt that Fast and Furious would be on the. <laughs> On the yeah, the, on the itinerary of movies. Yeah. Right. That's why. That's why I gave up my dream of being a monk. Oh, sorry, dude. Well, Huge. I'm sure there's some monasteries that watch. You just gotta find the right one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. That's true. So yeah, I guess interesting. So there is. Do you you don't take a vow of silence then? I'm assuming. Right? There is. I mean, there is. There's. Uh, it is. It is. They, like for instance, when like the monks work, so there, there's a big farm, and it's it's like Got it. it's kind of like. It's a it's a sustainable monastery. So they they, they farm all their That's food. That's so sick. It is really cool. I love they, that. Have, they have like eighty head of cattle. They have <gasps> like when I, I spent three hours one afternoon when I was there visiting picking blackberries. I'm like, where am I right now? Oh, so you're you already visited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've spent I've spent oh, a couple, I've spent a couple weeks there and that's I mean oh, that's shit. That, that that's how you kinda of come to your decision. You you make a visit and you decide like, oh. does this feel right? Like is this right. is this is this yeah. place home to me? Yeah. And uh, right, my own determination. And you felt like it was, was this was home. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there there's particular moments, especially just like working in the field. It's like because because work work there takes on a new meaning, right? So you spend the whole day praying. I mean, you spend a good amount of the day praying, which yeah. it, you got to grow into, right? You don't just start praying eight hours a day. That's ridiculous. No one can do. That. Uh, speak for yourself. All right. <laughs> Starting tomorrow, right. I'm converted, right. dude. You're I'm right. back you're right. to being. Right. Uh, <laughs> I'm born I, again. I should, for all things, God, yeah, all things are possible. That's right. So, uh, uh, yeah. So you, but, you, you like they, you stayed there for a little bit, yeah. Right, and so I, I worked the field with them a little bit, and it was just, it was so cool. It's like it's a very like dignified. And it's, they're silent, like they're talking wow. to each other. Like, hey, while you're working, that, would you pass that tray? So the first time, first time I was listening, I was like, God, this is so forced, and stupid. Yeah. But after like doing it for a couple of days, I was like, this is kind of beautiful. Yeah, like I'm not, I'm not, I don't desire anything right now. Like, right. I mean, I, I just, I just love what I'm doing. I yeah. love this, and it's, right. it's so simple. And it's like, it's, it's in those sort of like vacuums of space where you sort of disentangle yourself from the world that like God becomes particularly palpable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I imagine in the silence and doing something uh, like farming, you really get in touch because you just see. You're seeing the world, you're seeing the earth, and you you're stuck with your thoughts. So eventually, it just kind of 
it sinks in over time. Yeah. 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 And I, yeah, like the silence is, is really powerful. And I, I think all of us know a little bit about this more after quarantine, but it's like stuff bubbles up in the silence and for good or for ill, we learn more about ourselves and yeah. uh, there's something painful about that, but it's a pain that's like, ah, I got to have more of this because I'm, it's such an incredible growth that like I, I feel my soul getting bigger. You know, I mean, I mean that, I mean that, I mean that in like a very, dude, you're a masochist freak, dude. What the heck? <laughs> yeah. No, what was no. that? No, I get, I get you. I get what you're no, saying. No. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah I'm, I'm joking around, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. It's no, it's, it's, um, it, in, in a converse sort of way, it's the most self-indulgent thing you can do to like make space Be, in your life right. for silence. Oh yeah, I mean we're so bogged down with so many responsibilities in life where it's like, oh, I can always find something to like that's not just for me. You know, it's just right. like I gotta, I gotta like do this thing. I gotta like message this person. And yeah, I think technology, like you're saying, it, you know, it makes it so much easier to to forget about the 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 presentness and the silentness, the silentness, the silence of everything, yeah. and just like what right. what you can find in there. Um, yeah, I had this realization about silence. A little, uh, little, little tan- not really tangent, but uh, you know, I I feel this way. I feel very similarly, actually, about about the, just, uh, the idea of silence in general, and like the, yeah. the idea of growth in silence, just like in your thoughts, and just like what it means to be in your thoughts. Right. After the first time I took acid, so. <laughs> oh, great! So maybe yeah. that's the god's drug. That's well, maybe listen, that's. <laughs> so I mean, you you I don't know what you think about this guy, uh, yeah. but I've oh, listened to a, I've been, no 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 this this. I'll, I'll say his name in a second, but I've listened to this guy pretty at length over the past couple of months, a couple of years now, actually. Uh, Jordan Peterson. Oh, I know of Jordan Peterson. Right. Are you a fan? <laughs> I, I find what he says about some things very interesting. I'll say okay. that. Fair. Fair, fair, fair. And uh, he's, he kind of has awakened me to an understanding that like a large part of the like drug use in the culture which has become increasingly popular over the past decades is like it has kind of a religious um it, it has it has it has some like a religious ingredients to it like people have these experiences yeah. and sure. they're they're euphoric in sort of this spiritual profound way so i think like you you can't axe off the religious character of man it's just going to butt up in new forms. And I think in one of the ways it's butted up is in kind of the drug culture. People use drugs as sort yeah. of religious outlets. Right. And I think, um, yeah, I think even, like, I was not expecting that. You know, I was expecting to see, like, crazy colors, you know. But so it was, what like, was your really experience profound... again? What was your, what was your experience? Okay. Oh, I just took I just took some LSD. And mm-hmm. I, remember, I remember having this thought that was very, I mean, it lasts, it lasts about a day. So all day I remember just... Um, thinking to myself like there's so much in the silence like that was like a mantra almost to me like over and over again i was like there's so much in the silence because before then i was the type of guy and you may remember this but i always needed like music or some sort of like auditory like stimulant yeah like like when i when i would walk around like the city or even like at school i would always like have headphones in and just be like listening to something and then just be like constantly needing some something right yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's just like no i can i can just i can just like enjoy nothingness in a weird yeah. way you know, so that yeah. was the experience. It wasn't anything like, yeah, I think there was uh, perhaps a, a mystical, almost, um, yeah, spiritual, I think is a good word for it, uh, component in it. And that there's a lot of, lot to be impact. Like, I think I'm still thinking about today being like, what right. was that? That was so interesting. Like, right. I felt like I was connected to something that was like, never, like, why wasn't it there before? And it was just like a very strange right. thing. So um, in, so. in, in, I guess like the Catholic life, like, my experience of prayer, especially like on silent retreats. So every year a priest usually does like a week or two of silence. Yeah. Or he's supposed to. Right. And uh, during my particular weeks when that would happen, like things would pop up, right? Like things would come to the surface that I would unpack for the remainder of the year. I mean like for one week something comes up and then for the next 54 weeks or whatever, I'm unraveling this thing. And this would happen right. successively. Every year, something like this happened. And so, right. like, what if I spent my whole life in silence? Doing that, yeah. Just, like, thinking about right. whatever. So, so, like, God's language is silence. Like, his first language. Yeah. Silence. His, his first language. 
It's, I mean, yeah, I thought it's, it's, I thought it's, it's for saying where's Latin. That's a metaphor. Yeah, it's a metaphor. It's a metaphor. <laughs> yeah. No, I get you. That's that's yeah. No, I, yeah we speak we speak Latin in heaven. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm so if you don't speak, <laughs> if you don't speak the language, you're screwed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you won't be able to talk to. You want to talk to Jesus? Uh, good luck, buddy. You gotta take some <laughs> classes. Uh, luckily, they have classes in heaven. But um, to get back to it, though, like, yeah. So I guess so. I'm, I'm assuming you'll have like a very scheduled life once you're in the monastery, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's 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 a complete orarium, is what they call it. Yeah. So you do, and it's a vegetarian farm uh you have meat on feast days oh hell so, yeah, yeah. Ooh, on sundays the yeah. lord's day the lord's day that's awesome i love i love the idea of this like sustainable thing <clears throat> which is so cool yeah and i guess i wonder also though um Food, food's you're good sort too. of it's good food I've, I've, I mean, I would imagine like yeah. fresh farm to table literally yeah. like farm we, to table i the soup incredible the soups are so good yeah, yeah. Oh, all, God, homemade I, bread every day, well, all meals. Right, and we can people can visit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the question I had. Uh, once you're on, like, once you're there, can you leave? Like, let's say, could you go visit your family? It would be or? it would be an exceptional case. So, like, okay. if for instance, if like I had an immediate family member who was getting married, which I mean, that's going to happen a couple times in my yeah. life. I have a yeah. lot of siblings. <laughs> then I can leave, and I can. And yeah. If I'm a priest, I can say their wedding. Yeah. Right. If my parents are like on their deathbed, I can come home. Yeah, right. Um, but you can't just come out to visit. You can't. But just no, come out to it's right. not like hey, well, let's. Abbot, my my family's going on a vacation. Can I join them? No, can't yeah. do that. I mean, you just, can't come where like. Well, I actually I feel like I read on the website that like if your good friend Art in New York has a has a cool um, dinner party that you're allowed, right. you're allowed to leave. If, if Art has a bringer show, you need seven people. <laughs> You can be one of the seven. You ever have a comedy show that I need I need people at just to get on the show? <laughs> you can leave for that, right? Yeah, I'm sure. You just yeah. You you write a special letter to the abbot. I'm sure he'll. Okay, great. No, yeah, I can talk to the abbot. That's no problem. He yeah, he seems chill. That's a very nice guy. Yes. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so you guys you have a very you have a very scheduled regimen. Yeah. And um, yeah. So what you what you won't have technology basically. How are you? How are you going to contact your family? Are you just going to be—is it through like letters? Yeah. Or like you write phone calls. Write write letters. No phones. You don't get any phone calls. No. Unless okay. obviously it's an emergency. Unless unless it's for like work. Unless like I right. have a, I were to have a job, you know, like fifteen down years down the line, where I'd have to. And and I know I know you said that it's it's very uh, communal, like everything belongs to the community. Yeah. But are you allowed to have like let's say your family sends you a letter and it's like a picture of your. Of your niece or nephew? Oh, yeah, I, mean, I, 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 I would have to clarify that to be. I, I'm I'm almost certain. Like you, yeah. you get to keep photographs of your family. Yeah, okay. Like in your breviary, like in your Bible. Yeah, you, yeah. Keep, you, keep, you keep you can keep stuff like that. I'm sure. No, they they take that from you and they're like, this is everybody's now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't 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 all. yeah don't don't get like it, they're humans and they're really good yeah, at being human. Actually, of course, yeah. like, they're really good at like that's what's so attractive to me is like the humanity of these guys is just so so honest and raw. Like right. I wouldn't I wouldn't. I wouldn't join a community that I thought, oh, lovely, a bunch of robots. Right. You know, like, that's so, not yeah, attractive. So, yeah, I guess the, my worry was, like, dude, you're joining a cult, you know? And yeah, I yeah. Think a lot of people have that, have right. that conception. But yeah. this, is, this, is, this is, yeah, it's really interesting you say that. And I think five years ago, like, before my experience of the seminary these past years, I would have said the same thing about this particular community I'm joining now. But the reason why I'm less inclined to call them cultish is because I just spent the last three years going across Europe and seeing monastery after monastery after monastery. I mean, this was the, the DNA of Christendom involved monasteries. And the fact of the matter is like, historically monasteries have not had a presence in the United States as potent as they had in like medieval Europe, for example. Sure. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to draw black the clock, but I'm saying a healthy Christianity requires these profound houses of prayer where men know the Lord very, very deeply. Yeah. And that's what the monastery provides. And yeah. And that's, that's so, I, I mean, I'm attracted to this place and I'm not the only one. There's like 60, I've, as I've told you, there's 60 guys at this monastery and people are knocking on the door to get in. Yeah. Like it's, so that's, it, it's, I guess that's my, that's, that's a good, that brings me to my next question, which was, yeah, what if you, what if you want to leave? Can you, is yeah, it a hard free. process? Yeah, yeah, no, no, you, you leave. Yeah. Wow, and there's, there's no pressure. You're just there's, like, yeah, there's, I'm out. there's there's a year of postulancy, 
which yeah. means like you're testing. And then there's okay. three three years of novitiate, which means you're a young aspirant. Yeah. You're aspiring to be either a priest right. or a brother. So there's there's two kind of degrees of being part of the company. And the first one is that yeah. you're a priest, which means right. you can have level. more like intellectual uh, responsibilities. And the other okay. one's a brother, which means that you're doing manual labor and yeah. you're a farmer. And so those yeah. are the two kind of categories of monks. This sounds like like an RPG almost, like a role playing game. Like, dude, you're a brother, you're a priest. Like, you level up. Like, this is yeah. this is so interesting. Yeah, but and, this was this was the landscape of European history. For, I mean, sure. everybody everybody had an uncle that was a monk. Like, oh yeah, totally. Yeah, and just and, like also the the foundation of like education, just like a lot right. of things. Like in, the, the university in the system, world. the hospital. All of these realities yeah. that are just like institutional, institutionally taken for granted. Breweries, they all, they yeah, all, totally. Yeah, beer. I mean, like beer, champagne. I just read an article today. Yeah. Champagne was invented by a monk. It's like wow. the culture. The basis for culture is Benedict. For Western culture, is Benedictine monasticism. Mon- monasticism, right? And you could even say like Eastern uh, traditions. There are a lot of culture from their Eastern monk monasteries as well. You know. Yeah. Totally. Like, wow. It's yeah. so. That's so, I never really thought about that, but like, you're, yeah, I mean, that's so right. Like, it, you really do need to like, I mean, we are as humans, tribal creatures, right? And so it makes total sense that like, we're living together and like, there's no distractions. You're just there doing what you got to do. You're learning a lot. You're learning together. We're in this together and you're just building something together, right? Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, it makes sense. That's crazy. Yeah. And I guess that's, that brings me to another question of like, so I've always wondered like the, the, like you can kind of see it in the past, and I think you bring a good point where it's like the the Western tradition of a monastery, like the culture and everything sort of like over like outspills into yeah. other life, right? right? But will you would you say that the monastery that you're joining and like the modern monastery, I guess, is similar in that way? Like how would you how would it fit in society now? Yeah, so I, I think even within like the church, and I'm speaking not only of the Catholic Church, but just like the church in the United States of America. Uh, yeah. has a tendency toward pragmatism, which isn't so healthy. Um, and it's actually, mm-hmm. like, kind of anti-intellectual in some ways. And I mean, I mean, um, what I'm trying to say is, like, if indeed God is so good, and, like, living for him is worth it, then, like, there's not a real need to, like, you know, start a school for him or to start, like, a new program yeah. for service to the poor. I mean, all these things are good and important, but they have their place. But some people are just meant to spend their lives... Chilling. Ap- ...appreciating the goodness of God. Yeah. And so, like, when you have that I don't know icon, why I said chilling. I don't... <laughs> yeah, yeah. But... I, <laughs> I get what you're saying, but... It is mind, like that. It's, it's, image... it's contemplation. Like, it's contemplation. That's, what, that's yeah. what it is. It's just... You're just... Right. ...chilling and thinking about the most important it's meditative thing. it's spirit yeah i get right yeah. and so if Sorry. that i didn't, if, I didn't mean to that, derive it <laughs> so far yeah if, if, if that sort of institution can exist in your society yeah then everybody is aware of what the highest good is if that institution is present in your community what do you mean i'm, I'm confused by that it's easier for people to believe in god when they see a house full of 60 people devoting their entire lives just to thinking about him Oh, so you're saying that like the the fact that this thing exists is is like an image of like look, it's possible that you we could do this. We can believe yeah. in. I mean, the monastery is thing. supposed to be like an embassy for heaven. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. I love that it's, image. The, the like, moment you step into a monastery, it is heaven. It, it's, you're it's in heaven's soil. It's something like that, right? It's like yeah. it's, it's a foretaste, as all the yeah. Christian life is. Like, there's nothing like the Christian heaven is like we have such shitty depictions of heaven that yeah. i think most people don't even take it seriously but right it's if you the, spend, the gates if are you, too high right if you spent if you spent five minutes talking to one of these monks and you got a style, like a little taste of what he thinks heaven is it's like oh it's a little bit more sellable actually it's kind of just like it's kind of chill it's kind of a chill place it's it's yeah i mean it's it's it, it kicks your ass a little bit blows your mind like <laughs> It's not, um, yeah, it's, it's not, it's not as Hollywood would depict it. Yeah. Is what which I is the only conception I think a lot of people have, right. which is like right. the medieval, right. like, you're so not we have, wearing we have, any shoes, yeah. like, right. everyone's yeah. sweaty. 
right. you know, everyone's, but that, everyone's that would, uh, that would be really con- Yeah, that'd be really convenient if that's how they actually just exist. Like, if that's all it was. Because right. that would be a, one score for the entertainment culture, which is to say, like, the highest good is actually just to be, like, entertained, which is kind yeah. of what Hollywood thrives on. Yeah. But if the highest good indeed is just to, to think about God in sort of not, not like a superficial way, but in like a real way, like to get a real taste of what he's like. Yeah. And if that indeed is actually better than, you know, 60 minutes of a really great movie, like, <laughs> then that, that, yeah. that, that turns the tables on what the culture thinks is important. Oh, it would hundred percent. So, yeah, 100%. I'm not saying I'm yeah, not saying I mean, like that's gonna happen because me and my friends got this sweet monastery, but <laughs> perhaps perhaps it, you and perhaps your boys. Did right, you just pitch right. a new reality show right now? <laughs> yeah, he was, he was big like, brother's I'm, I'm brother. Yeah, dude, we're gonna open up a TikTok. Is the monastery just gonna be one big TikTok house? <laughs> I love how you said open up a TikTok. <laughs> I don't really know. What I that love is. you You're talking so, like a monk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna open up a, 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 a TikTok a reality TV account. You know. <laughs> Dude, I love it. That's awesome. Yeah, you sound very, you sound very excited about it, and you sound very yeah. pumped. I don't mean about to this. like spill over, but I'm, no, I'm, I, I mean, I'm, oh no, yeah. you're selling I, me. That sounds. I'm awesome. enjoying it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I, I'm excited to spend a week. I'm excited to go. I just got told last week I was originally gonna go this October, yeah. and I was I was pumped, I was ready. Yeah. And then he said, because we're working out, so. They they're not even like they don't even have all their buildings complete yet. I mean it's been a process. It's been twenty years. And <laughs> the next in the next two years the next phase of the abbey will be complete. So right now they have like sixty yeah. guys fifty like fifty guys living in the abbey and then like a dozen guys are living in sheds. Yeah. And so when I arrive wow. I I'd go live in another shed. In but they're shed. They can't keep building these little sheds. Sheds. Like so yeah. maybe there's maybe they're they're, at capacity. They're trying to figure out how to accommodate more incoming monks. Dog, time to start a new freaking monastery. You know well, what I'm saying, yeah. dude? Yeah, yeah. But like, you can't just send a bunch of new green guys off to start their own monastery because they don't know what the heck they're doing. I don't know. I mean, it's a t- it's a ten year formation process before you're actually ordained <clears throat> priest. So. Oh, so you when you join the monastery, you still become a priest eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, if you, if you, if you're gonna be a if you're gonna be a priest, remember I said there's two categories. Like there's a priest, oh, right. and there's brother. The, the brother, brother, right, right, right. I see. Got it, guys. So got you it. either farm or you become a priest. Yeah, yeah. Do you know the turnover rate for this place? Do you know if any? <laughs> that's good, that, no, that's a good question. Uh, after solemn vows, what's the glass door rating? Yeah, which means his annual salary. <laughs> most guys that ask to get in don't get in. Okay. Okay. Uh, so the Whoa. the turn wow. the turn happens there often. But the turn can also happen in your first year of postulancy. Like, I mean, you already know. I talk a lot. Like, maybe I don't survive. So (laughs) after six months, maybe I'll realize that, and then I'll turn about find something else. Uh, Yeah, this is – It's an open door basically until you're ordained a priest, in which case you make a vow that says this is solemn, and I'm, 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 I'm obliging myself to this freely for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And wow. that's that's yeah, it's a serious that's a serious thing. And some guys, God. if they leave, they leave before that. I think there's, I mean, yeah. there's been some cases when guys have left after that for various right. reasons, but it's it's sure. unusual. Yeah, various reasons like you know their friend Art having a sick dinner party and right. the abbot doesn't let them, and they're like, you know, what? I gotta go. But this is this is like the most. I mean, to speak in a more like big picture way, I think that your your whole journey of, of of priesthood and I don't think I've ever told you I don't think I've ever told you this, but like your whole journey has been like just rife with uncertainty. I mean, we've talked about it a little bit, just like you don't know. But right. just the fact that like you it's okay to not know. Like the, yeah. the just being so comfortable with being uncertain I think is, is such a healthy thing. And I think yeah. that you joining the monster and you you talking about it now, I can just hear it. You're like, I have no idea. I have no idea if this can go well. I just know this is what I like right now, and I just know right. like right now this is like it seems like a fit. I think that's such a noble thing, and I think a lot of people forget that that's basically all of just like priesthood. You know, no one knows. They they have no idea. A lot of priests I mean, have no I have, idea what they're doing. You know? I have a great regard for like stability. Like a man who like knows yeah. what he's about and does it. Like I am encouraged and fond of the guy who does something like that. Like I'm. I'm I, I want to emulate that in some way, but also yeah. I realize, like in my own vocation, I guess my own, like listening to God has, yeah, it's been a bit of a uh, wild goose chase at times. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, we're all human at the end of the day, you know. Like we yeah. all 
just get confused by what we're doing and i think it's 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 a constant struggle of, of reconciling and finding a healthy way to be uncertain you know yeah yeah and then yeah, yeah as, as far as like discerning what the lord is calling me to do right now i i only see like two feet in front of me the yeah. 15 20 feet in front of me like if i get too occupied in that then i actually take missteps in the here and now Right, so the dwelling I, and the right. yeah, all the all the toxic stuff gets in. Like some, like thing. God, God, we like. There's a good professor that I had. He says that God gives you enough grace to take a couple steps. Yeah, he, he doesn't give you enough grace. God to like, gives you enough. So just grace. be present. Yeah. Right. Just be present. So like, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, It'd be nice if God gave us, I don't know, a mile. Yeah, you know, listen, something. listen, hey, I, 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 I would love a mile of grace. But <laughs> yeah, it'd be nice if it, not even just God, anybody gives us a mile of, of grace in any way you know um but anyway yeah i mean how did your how did your family feel about this yeah it's that's a good question uh they're they they definitely i think had a preference for me to be a diocesan priest because that means i could come over for sunday dinners yeah but uh what this means entering the monastery means that i'm uh going to have to be away from them for a while yeah, yeah. And how do you feel and about that? It, it it's very painful. Like I love my family yeah. very much, and uh, right. like I great family. The, I know them very well. Yeah, yeah. Art, 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 top notch. Art grew up with me in high school. Sometimes in my own house. So that's like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Spent a lot of hours chilling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're good hours. Great but um, a lot of pasta. Yeah these these days have been pretty cool because I'm literally just waiting around for them to say, okay, come. Yeah. And then I'll go. But like until that time, like I study Latin in the morning. I exercise in the right. afternoon, and then yeah. in the late afternoon, I go to my folks' house, and I hang out for the rest of the evening. Your folks. My folks. You're, you're just, you sound like a married man. Like my, 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 my parents, my, my you know, I'm my in-laws. Guy. I'm an old you're guy. An old guy. You sound like a like an old monk. So that's, that's so, so they, I mean, they are obviously supported at the end of the day, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think, right. I think they worry about the legitimacy of this strange new group. <laughs> Uh, how so new the, is this group that you're joining uh they're not that I mean, new they're they're 20 years new in the united states however oh right. I, they, they they have roots speaking yes. of roots they have roots in france for yes that's know, what i was that's what was a couple me. a couple centuries i looked this up so yeah got it so oh so they yeah. this is a pretty new yeah dang so i mean they just gotta trust you at the end of the day right like any any good parent they're, they're gonna worry regardless yeah. No, sure. I bet, I bet if you even became a priest, like a like a diocesan priest, like they're gonna have worries too, you know. Of course. I know your mom. She's a warrior. Yeah, that's maybe a warrior and a warrior. Feisty, feisty old gal. <laughs> yeah, she's she's. She, I do remember her being a very feisty woman, and um, in a good way, get things yeah. done kind of way. Sometimes it's good. <laughs> Sometimes it's scary. When she spanks you and you're 15 years old, it's like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Th- those were the days, though, dude. That's when, that's when, <laughs> that's when things made sense. <laughs> Look at us now. You, uh, you, you joining a monastery and me trying to do comedy? I mean, what are we doing? Fernando trying to do comedy and Who just doing this thought? pod? Um, but that's great. I love, I mean, it's so interesting. And, uh, yeah, it doesn't, I was going to ask you if you felt like this has been like, or you feel like you've been romanticizing it, but it seems like you have your doubts and you have your, your curiosities. I think it's, it's a healthy balance of like romanticizing and just being just excited to like, yeah. this is your new char- chapter in your life. And it's like, this is going to be cool. Yeah. I'm so pumped for you, dude. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm excited too. It's. You what? It's, I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited to visit. I can't wait for you to be there. I come yeah. eat delicious food, yeah. talk to the abbot, be like, yo, dude, I'm going to need this guy to come to New York every couple months. It's an emergency. Yeah. Just, just hang tell, out. Tell, tell him I'm about the Lord's work, and I'm sure he'll uh, sign off. <laughs> yeah. What I'm doing is very religious. Uh, <laughs> definitely not uh, Definitely not any, any area near sin at all, both spiritually and physically. Um, it's a good place. But, hey uh good talk i think we're sort of wrapping up but before we do i ask everyone this but describe your perfect day mm. right now or when i'm in the monastery just like whatever whatever you're feeling just when you when i say perfect day what do you imagine right well on feast days 
in the monasteries. <laughs> they play soccer after lunch. <laughs> and I uh-huh. love I love soccer. And yeah. So feast day, big feast day, like a big saint. We're celebrating, and that, that's 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 my perfect day. Celebrating like Saint Paul the Apostle in late July. And yeah, uh, Paul. Yeah, yeah. And so we have meat for lunch, like from the cow that I raised, and then yeah, uh, and slaughtered. <laughs> I'll let somebody else slaughter it. That would uh, that would that would cause anguish to the perfect day. I think. And then uh, yeah, we uh, play a nice little soccer match out on yeah. the, the the grassy knoll. On the and, on the knoll, yeah, yeah, dude. The the monastery knoll. Yeah. Then uh, yeah, I guess that's it. Dude, what a simple food, soccer, <laughs> sleep, repeat, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just do, 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 do the prayer thing, of course. But uh, yeah, that's, honestly, I, not I, so I, different I, from high school. Not so different. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, I, I prefer stability. I really do. Like, I just eat I soccer, just... sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I love that. That's a great yeah. image. That's yeah. that's a great image, dude. Um, well, well, dude, for, thank thanks you. Thanks for so, talk to yeah. you. Thanks for giving no. Thanks, thanks for, for giving such an enlightening, enlightening idea of of what's what happens at a monastery. It sounds pretty boring, but in like the best way, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's not not quite as cool as QAnon, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> for now, I told him about the episode about QAnon that uh, yeah. we talked about, uh, which is yeah. funny. Yeah. Um, well, dude. Again, keep in touch. Say a prayer for for us, please. Uh, you betcha. Boy, I'm gonna need it. Boy, I'm gonna need it. Um, it's great, and, great to meet you, Fernando. Yeah. Yeah, great to meet you too, Paul. Yeah, we're gonna go pop some acid now. <laughs> I would, I would, I would just recommend caution. That's all, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Always, you know me. I'm fine. Yeah. We're, we're hanging. I'm, I'm doing things in a healthy way. Um, well, great, dude. Everyone, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll see you guys on the next app. But thank you so much for, for tuning in. And uh, Paul, I wish you all the best, my man. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Talk to you later. All right. So, what do you think of that app? That was that was great. I really, I did enjoy that. That was uh, religion's always been something I've been really interested in. So it's always that was really that was really nice. I, I really to to like be it. religious or just like learn more about the religion. Uh, I mean, I've never been. I've, I would actually call myself an atheist, uh, if anything. Oh boy, so, glad I didn't bring that up. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't bring that. Up, but <laughs> dude, uh, he would have gotten fucking pissed, dude. <laughs> But uh, yeah. religion has been something that's always like uh, fast because, like I, I, I've, uh, like I've said, I, I, I went, I grew up going to Sunday school. Uh, I went to Bible camp over the summer. Yeah. Uh, so just, just seeing, being, I was surrounded by religion growing up, and I was never a religious person. Right. But it's and always, same, so it's always same here. Yeah. Yeah, it's always fascinated me just the, the, the people and the concept and just this faith that people bring and this passion they have for it. Right. And. Uh, and- yeah, and honestly, I I'm not gonna lie here. I kind of like the whole cultish aspect of it. I think it's kind yeah. of interesting. It's yeah. just fascinating. It's like, dude, all these people yeah. like dressing up like all the time and like doing rituals and like mm-hmm. it's that's so cultish, dude. Yeah, it was it was it's 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 like you said it's it's so strange. It's so it's so yeah. uh, it deviates so much from what uh, I want to do with my life. Right. And so it's it's just interesting to see how me and another person we're both people. We both grown up in. Uh, geographically not too far away from each other i guess sure uh, but uh we still have like wildly wildly uh different passions and desires right. and dreams because I, I i couldn't really imagine devoting my life to uh prayer and to your boy God. jesus Cristo. yeah yeah exactly yeah to Christ, i can't Christo. i can't imagine devoting my life to uh, any man yeah. JC, you're kidding me? Yeah. No, like but I do respect. I respect you know his passion, and I respect yeah. his uh, his beliefs for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's a good friend of mine. He's like, you know, I can you can be friends with people you disagree with, you know. Oh, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Uh, like you and I, we disagree on everything. We're like best yeah, friends I, of all time. Well, I I actually don't like you at all. Or, uh, <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So you're gonna join a monster anytime soon? Uh. No, not any time. Uh, it does seem I, I get I get what he sees in it. Like hearing, hearing Paul speak about like uh, what he finds uh, beautiful about it did, it did strike me. It did it did I did see like yeah. you said you see the beauty in it. Yeah, the, you got a little the, tickled. You got a little, yeah, ooh, exactly. Hello, hello. <laughs> what is this all about? 
You got a little oh. silly with it. No, that's true. That's very fair. Um, yeah, it's hard not to like just enjoy someone who's like who just like feels so connected to the thing they're doing, mm-hmm. you know, in like yeah. a very genuine and like kind way, in, like a very mm-hmm. pleasant way. But they're not like obsessed about it. They're just like, this is just my life, and like I believe in this thing, and like fucking yolo swag you know yeah, what I'm like, saying they're like, not no obsessed regrets. about it they're not obsessed about it but this is my life and <laughs> yeah well no you know what i'm saying though they're not like yeah. they're not like yeah. they're not like trying to do it in like some sort of like self-defense kind of way you know i feel yeah. like a lot of people project and like try to just grab on anything and be like this is i'm gonna devote my whole life to this thing because it's like a form of therapy for them but for mm-hmm. paul it seemed like you know like this is what i believe and like it's something i've thought about it i've gained a lot out of it i'm just keep I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep doing it making I, life out of it I also liked the, uh, I forget how he worded it, but the, the idea that, like, uh, he's living in the right now. So, like, he knows right now in this moment this is what he wants to do. And yeah. whether or not he decides in three, five, maybe even eight years. Right. Uh, this is not else. what he wants. He knows right now. Right now he wants to devote his life to this. And right. that's what he's going to do. Because That's so and, crazy. And there's something, like, there's I, something, something kind of pure about that, you know? Yeah. The, that something, a little, something a little tasty something a little yeah. a little buttery a little rich exactly mm. um yeah cool well i agree i agree man this is a good app as yeah, always fun really enjoyed it sweet yeah. nice talking to you i'll talk nice to you uh, next time baby yeah, talk thank to you, you guys later, so much for listening